What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Choice is Yours podcast. I am AJ with my boy Tyrell. What's up, what's up? And today we're going to do something a little different. Last year, you know, when we got started, we wanted to talk to you guys about a lot of stuff that was going on in the real estate world, macro and micro, as well as what's going on, you know, you know, in our community, Lexington, Louisville. Um, but what I really want to do is touch, go back a little bit further and, and talk to Tyrell and pretty much be a meet the owner episode. Um, but this will give us a little backstory of, you know, Tyra, where you came from, um, what got you started in, in real estate investing, because I think people need to know why they should be listening to us. Right. Uh, so sure. I think this will be a good a good start so that people can actually know a little bit more about you. Um, um, and, you know, one one episode, we'll touch on my background and how I got started and different stuff like that. But today I definitely want to focus on um, just telling a little bit of your story. And um, like you could just start off by letting us know, like, you know, where you're from and, you know, what led you to this point and just talk a little bit about, you know, your childhood and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, I'm sure everybody knows my name is uh, Tyrell Hayden. I'm originally from and grew up in a small town called Mount Sterling um, and it's in Kentucky. Um, so that's kind of where I spent most of my childhood. You know, I, you know, I was fortunate to have both my parents in my life most of my life, especially all the way up until probably I was in my mid thirties. So that's been a blessing. Um, growing up, um, we didn't have a lot, but you know, it didn't, it didn't feel like we didn't have a lot, right? My parents made sure that, you know, we didn't feel maybe some of the stuff, some of the stuff they went through that we, you know, that they felt right. So right. just growing up, sports was really my life, everything I did was, was sports. Sports was my motivation to do well in school. And, you know, mm -hmm. it was it was part of my ambitions, part of me uh, wanting to better myself daily and, and to have, at the end of the day, have a better life. And I had two great parents that supported that. Uh, so I had a lot of early success in sports at a young age. And then around my sophomore year, uh, you know, Decisions were made, and we end up moving to uh, Lexington, uh, Kentucky, and that's where I live now. Uh, when, when we moved to Lexington, uh, I end up going to a private school here, and its uh, school is called uh, Lexington Christian Academy, which is was which is a great school. It really challenged me education wise. Uh, it was just a, a different environment. It was a good environment uh, to be in. Uh, it was a change of pace from where I came from. Everyone there was supportive. Mm -hmm. um, I have a brother that's four years younger than me. So he was actually got to go from seventh grade and graduate from there. I was only there my junior and senior year. So after I left there, okay, I went to uh, Western Kentucky. So went to Western, played four years of football, got a business degree. Um, and, you know, I always had aspirations. I always try to do everything, you know, to uh, – play professional football, but at the end of the day, I always knew I wanted to be a business owner, own a business, do something in business where I had complete control, you know, of my life and, and the things I want to do, which, which kind of led me to where I'm at today. Um, I did, um, after I graduated college, came back, uh, I, I worked downtown, did property taxes, got a chance to talk to 
you know, property owners as they were coming to pay their taxes. And then after that, I bought my first duplex after hearing what, mm. you know, real estate did for them. Like I got to do something in real estate. So I bought my first duplex, uh, basically called a house hack where you rent out one side and live in, in the other side. And basically I lived there basically rent free. If, if someone says, you know, they were living somewhere and they really didn't have to pay. Right. And they owned it or they were just sharing the space. I got to live there rent free uh, and then that was my first step in building wealth in real estate and my first taste of being in real estate, you know, fixing up a place, uh, managing tenants and everything like that. So I left yeah. um, doing property taxes. Uh, I became a certified personal trainer and kind of kind of grew my cleaning business, which started out as a mobile detailing and we start cleaning buildings. Um, and then I start start training more, start training my broker's wife, start training my broker. He said, I, I, I think you need to get your real estate license. I think you do great. Uh, you see what I'm doing and in, in invest in real estate. This would be a great opportunity for you to learn from me, too, how to uh, invest in real estate and also just be a realtor um, at the same time. So, yeah, we did that. I just grew as a real estate professional. Um, and this is kind of where I'm at now. Uh, I own, you know, I have a nice portfolio of of rental property. I have a cleaning business that turned into a contracting construction company. You know, mm -hmm. I've got uh, I got a beautiful fiance, I got beautiful kids, everyone's healthy, I'm healthy. Um, so I'm just just riding that wave and just trying to make that wave, you know, more efficient, I guess bigger and more efficient, but but doing it right at the same time. So I'm just trying right. to be uh, a better person trying to be a better friend, mentor, just go back talking about, I guess, soon to be husband, you know, father, yep. those things are first. So I guess I got to go back to put those things first, but just overall, just want to be just a better version of myself and a better version for the people I care about and the people that I service every day. Um, and that's what's, that's what drives me. What's what motivates me. And that's what's kind of led me to the point where I'm at, you know, at, at this point. Okay. Now, as far as like, and I, I'm going to take it a step back, going back to when your childhood, um, is that where you kind of learned some structure? Is that where the structure came from? Or did that come later on while playing football? Like, tell me a little about, about that. Yeah. Yeah. I had like kind of, I had two sides that was really pushing me, right? Like my... My dad really pushed me as like a hustler. Like he used to work road construction. And then on the weekends, he would like, he would detail cars. Uh, we would just do stuff to make extra money with them. And, you know, mm -hmm. on the other side, my mom was really, you know, pushing us to do well in school, to really, you know, have, you know, do things that we really had our mindset on, you know. And so I've kind of got, I got to kind of learn and, and take from, from both my mom and my dad. And at the same time, they were supporting everything that I want to do, especially if it was, if I was doing something right, they, they were supporting it. If I wasn't doing something right, then they wouldn't support it. And they would just kind of discipline, discipline me for that and tell me why this wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. With, um, where did the, so where did the wanting to own your own business come from? Like, did you have any, anybody in your family that owned their own business or, you know what I mean? Like, where did that come from besides like your dad doing like the side jobs or the side hustles? Yeah, um, that came from me um, having teammates and me, you know, 
going over their house and seeing their house and be like, you know, you know, I want, you know, I want something like this. Right. And I, I just kind of noticed mm-hmm. that they were either, you know, top execs or, you know, business owners themselves. So I just kind of put two to two together and be like, you know, I feel like I, you know, if I want to live in a house like this, I want to have this lifestyle, you know, I've got to you know own a business or I've got to be in a position where I'm a topic executive at a bit as a business or something, something like that. Right. Cause I think my parents yeah. probably gave me and provided me everything else uh, up to that point. Right. Cause you know, not, like nobody, in my, I can't remember nobody in my family that was a, was a business owner or I went to their house and was like, wow, you know, it was always, I went to their house always, you know, I felt good. They always took care of me and everything else. But uh, you're talking about just having a wow moment whenever you go to someone's house and you, you kind of talk to them and, and, and hear what they do for a living and, you know, how they really enjoy it. That's what's kind of gave me my motivation. And I just went okay. from there. That makes sense. That makes sense. What what was like a pivotal moment? Maybe an experience that like kind of shaped your journey. Um, a pivotal moment was um, number one when my parents really made the sacrifice to move to Lexington. Right? I don't know how many parents mm-hmm. would do that. Um, they let me know that they was uh, really supporting me. They let me know that uh, they really cared about my future and 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 things that I really want to do. Right. And then, um, you know, I don't know. I, there was a point where I was really about to like dive in deep into my business, and uh, you know, I asked my dad, "So, what do you think?" He's like, "Man, you're a hustler. You'll be okay." And and after yeah. that, that just kind of changed everything for me. And I just, I just ran with it, and I just kept growing. And you know, that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah, was it? Was it a person or was there a specific thing that like kind of influenced your professional development besides like I know you mentioned um, your mentor kind of, you know, helping you get into like real estate and stuff like that. But was there anything else that actually influenced your professional development, like to go into real estate investment? Uh, nothing other than than my my mentor. You know, I guess I'm mm-hmm. I guess you're asking for. A certain situation, um, a certain situation yeah. that I would have to say that really changed uh, everything with me. With, with you talk, you talking about um, and what MTV Cribs? You remember we used to watch MTV Cribs? You used <laughs> yeah, to see all this, you know the the houses that the celebrities had, and you in the back yep. of your head, like you know, I wonder how much money they have to make. I wonder what you know, what level of their profession did they have to achieve to, you know, to afford a house like that, to get a house like that. So if you're, if you're talking about something other than a person, uh, you're talking about, you know, uh, something that I saw envisioned or felt, yeah. it was probably, you know, watching MTV Cribs and just thinking about all the stuff um, that you have to, you know, achieve or the type of uh, profession you, that you got to be at to, you know, to have a house like that. <laughs> I, I would have never thought MTV Cribs. So that's actually pretty funny, but that's dope too. Cause I, you know, between MTV Cribs and, um, house hunters, man, that's my Saturday. That's smooth. I hadn't heard that before. Now, can you highlight like your favorite project or an achievement that you had over the years? It could be in football or it could be in real estate that you looked at and was like, okay, I'm in the right place. Yeah, for sure. I think what put me in the right place and something where I was like, 
know, I, I can do this, right, is whenever I took a chance on <clears throat> selling some stock. I was just throwing money. For a whole year, I was just throwing money away. And I don't know how I did it. I was able to save like $30,000 in one of those big water jugs. Um, yeah. I was, and I bought, basically bought 18 properties, 18 units on a seller finance deal with my mentor, which I don't think I'll ever mm. get that opportunity again, right? So, and then I was able to sell some of those, buy some more, right? And then if you look at that, after I did that, it took me about two years to fix them up, buying, selling, stuff like that. It, so I went basically from a duplex, two units, to 20 units, right? And that was, that was uh, that wasn't really life-changing money for me, but it was a life lifestyle changing moment for me, right? Because yeah. if I really wanted to, I could just be a realtor and just, you know, live off the rental income that I, you know, uh, that I was generating from those properties. And mm -hmm. I could have been good, right? So I, it just kind of let me know what the power of real estate could do for you, uh, your family, you know, or, and, you know, the lifestyle that, that you want, right? So that was the, that was probably the biggest professional moment for me was being able to uh, do that deal and basically go from a duplex which is you know call it two units to going to 20 units right which that would be yeah. more duplexes and a couple more houses mixed mixed into that that make and, and that makes sense you know once you get the ball rolling on one thing and you see you can easily jump into something else real quick and if it works why not keep going with it but what's you know what's some of the things that you know help you stay motivated uh, what helps me stay motivated is, you know, I, I get to help a lot of people, right? A lot of people reach out to me. Uh, a lot of people always are looking to me to to kind of grow within themselves, and they feel yeah. like, you know, I, I'm an I'm an asset to that, right? So, uh, and at the same time, I'm learning from a lot of people. So I'm I'm giving, you know, I'm taking in, I'm giving, and and when you do it with real estate. And money's involved, and people's involved, and you get to see things go from nothing to something. You get to see situations where someone's like, "This deal isn't going to work," and you find them a way to make it work, and everybody's happy at the end of the day. Like that—that's what motivates me. Because in real estate, every day can be similar, but every day could be completely different at the same time. Like you know that you're going to be doing real estate every day, but you just don't know how real estate is really going to do that day. So that's why I enjoy, this is actually why I love real estate. Um, and that was probably a great transition for me uh, with being in sports most of my life, right? You could be, you get to be competitive. You know, there's things that you do that you try to get better at. And then at the end of the day, you're just trying to win the day. You're trying to, um, win the season, win the tournament, and then you're just, you know, you're just trying to put yourself in, in the position to be to be known as the best or, you know, to yourself. You want to be like, you know, I did everything to put myself in a situation where I feel like I'm the best version that I, you know, that I want to be. That, that's basically, at the end of the day, I just want to just look at myself and be like, you know, I, I really tried. I, I did the right things to be the best version that, anyone or myself thought you know i could be that makes a lot of sense do you um like as far as like and that's a lot of stuff that i'm sure you're taking on daily but like mm -hmm. how do you balance like the work personal life you know other commitments you may be you may have uh calendars 
scheduling and communication, right? Uh, I've been, it's crazy I say communication because for some reason I've been studying just communication, you know, how to do it better. Um, I would say scheduling and communication is, is, is the key, right? If, if someone says, hey, let's, let's do this on Wednesday, don't try to put it in your head. You know, have a calendar. Um, re- revisit that calendar daily. Um, and then also communicate to people, right? Find ways to communicate better with yourself and communicate uh, with the people that you're working with, working for, or people that, you know, depend on you. You know, find a way to communicate what the needs are, what the wants are, or what are you trying to communicate with each other? I think that's really key. Um, just to kind of go into that, I've got like three calendars that kind of sync together. Also, mm-hmm. I have a I journal every morning, right? So when I journal every morning, I look at my calendars. Um, and I think we talked about it before in the previous podcast, but you know, I'll just kind of give you a brief um kind of summary of my morning with my journal, right? You know, at the top, I put the date. Uh, next, I put get 1% better today. And then I can see it. Get 1% better today. That's the that's like the second thing on the, the journal page. The, the third thing is what's one thing you're grateful for? And that gives you like a quick deep thought. Like what's like what this morning when you woke up, it can be anything, but there's something that pops out in your head that says, what are you grateful for? And the next, uh, I guess the fourth thing is, what's one thing you have to do today? Like if you don't do anything else, yeah, we're all busy. We all got a bunch of stuff to do. But there's always that one thing where if you do that one thing for the day, you know, you'll get better. The fifth thing that's on my thing is, what's one thing you have to begin today? Like what's something that doesn't have to be done today, but what's something that you have to begin that's part of a, a goal or you achieving something either tomorrow, next week, next month, or sometime in the year? Do you, it kind of gets you thinking ahead. Like what's what's something I, that I've been talking about I need to do, but I need to begin that you write that down. And then I think lastly, I put, there's like a couple of challenges that I'm, that I'm doing, personal challenges uh, like right now, it's 50 burpees a day, right? I'm on day 57. Um, so there's there's challenges where I'll do it for a certain amount of days. We're just challenges to see how long can I do it, right? Another challenge is get bed yeah. by 11 o'clock. Like I'm on day seven right now in a row, right? I think last time I had to start over, I was at day six. Now I'm at day seven because I had to start over. And then and, and the very <laughs> last thing is, you know, you know, God is great, right? You know, you know. Yeah. Every day I wake up, I get to see that, you know, God is great. And then I can just go from there. I think that's what's key is scheduling and communication, basically. If, you, if you're if you able to schedule things well and communicate well, I think you'll be uh, successful in anything you want to do. Okay. That's, that's fair. I think um, a lot of people don't take the time to get the communication right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can be short, simple, to the point without being brash and aggressive for um, sure we're just coming off like you know you're you're being insensitive but i think that's um, that can help a lot of people the communication part now i know we're coming up on time but I, I there's one thing that i definitely want to know like can you share a valuable lesson you've learned along the way that others may be may benefit from yeah um i guess i guess spike lee probably wouldn't like this too but you know do do the right thing right 
I think, um, yeah, we're talking about just life. You know, I be, I'm a big believer in karma, and I know, yeah, I've received good karma, right? And then some of the bad karma I might receive is not really I did anybody bad, but maybe I could have did something better, right? And then something happened, yeah. Like, well, it, see, someone could have communicated to me a little bit better, or someone could have did this better with me, and now I'm getting the, you know, I'm getting the other end of it, but. You know, 90% of the karma I get is good karma. And that's because I, I really try to do the the right thing. Yeah. Because that's just kind of, I'm thinking about karma in the back of my head. And that, that's been really key to me, right? And then there's there's just been people be like, you know, Tyra, I just, you know, I try to do everything right by you because I know you do everything right by me, right? And I, I'm yeah. just, and I always want to think, I don't think no one can really say Tyrell try to really intentionally try to hurt me or harm me in any way. And I, you know, I go to bed, you know, sleep, you know, going to bed feeling good that, you know, no one can really just say Tyrell really took advantage. You know, he intentionally took advantage of me. He intentionally tried to harm me, try to do me bad. That, you know, yeah. if, if I could do that every night, then, you know, then, then it, it makes it even sweeter when you wake up just knowing that and knowing that you really did, just try to do the right thing and you, you know, you want to receive good karma. So you, you know, you kind of do good things to others. Yeah. Like your reputation. So that, that reputation is, uh, that's pretty much the, one of the most important things you have is your reputation. People say your word, but, um, it's kind of like, you know, how people remember you from treating others and yeah, know, good yeah, karma, yeah. for sure. You know, especially being in B2B or working with directly with consumers. Um, you can, there are opportunities, especially being on the sales side where you can take mm -hmm. advantage of like the business owner or the consumers or whatever. But I think the longevity comes is when you're doing the right thing. Yeah, um, for sure. You're doing right by people. So yeah, that that's, that's, that's really good to hear. And I think it shows your authenticity as well. And especially in the real estate industry, we don't, we don't meet too many genuine people, right? Um, there's always somebody out there trying to get over on you or try to make an yeah, extra ten percent sure, on right? you, or, and no one, you know, really, little things like that. Yeah, no one's really taught that. Like I, I've seen it, right? I've my mentor. I've seen where he could have easily took advantage of people just because mm -hmm. he could, and no one would probably really say anything about it, but it, but he didn't, right? So when you get to see that too, especially in the field or career that you're in, you get to actually kind of see that on and off you know that that kind of you know gears you up to kind of do the same thing right and then another yeah. thing is like when you go to someone's visitation or funeral right no one really talks about what that person um what that what that person really had right They're, they always talk about a moment uh that they had with that person how that person yeah. made, how that person made them feel right so at the end of the day a lot of times we got to remember a lot of people are not going to remember what you have, right? They're going to remember how you, how you made them feel. You know, as I get older, you know, I got kids now, so I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think when my son was born, I just I just got more emotional, which is crazy. And I was just listening to some other people, and they said that that's kind of happened to them when they have kids or when you know they just get older, right? Just You're saying more emotional, but are you are you meaning empathy? Like you develop more empathy. Yeah, empathy or just you know, just you know, just just raw emotions, right? Or letting letting raw emotions come out. And I think a lot of times we we hold back emotions or hold back raw emotions. But I think when you yeah. get a certain age, and then when you have certain people in your life, I think 
you just you just let it you know you just you just let it go and you don't try to guard it as much that's just kind of what i've learned from personal experience and then when i'm just just talking to people that's older than me or you know in, in similar situations okay Okay. Well, man, like I said, I, I didn't want to take too much of your time, but I think the information you shared is definitely enough to for people to um, be able to know a little bit about what's going on with Tyrell and in his world. And I really appreciate your time, man. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Choice is Yours, and um, we'll be seeing you again next month. All right. Peace. See y'all, see y'all later. Shut